Welcome everybody to the Waterleaf Podcast on the Fish on First Podcast Network. I'm here with Marlins closer, AJ Puck, um, who's acquired from the Oakland Athletics in the trade for JJ Bleday uh, in the late offseason. Um, I'm finally back within the rules of water relief. I had Brian Hoeing on for the last episode. He started a game, so I don't know. <laughs> messing with the rules. I, this is a relievers podcast, and he's encroaching on the rules. If you have any complaints, please file them to Eli um, or me. Um, but we're here with AJ Puck. First off, how you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. No complaints. So we'll start with the trade. Um, how did you get the news? What was the reaction? Where were you? Uh, yeah, so I was already uh, I was already in Arizona getting ready for uh, the A spring training, and uh, you know I was just hanging out. Uh, and I got a phone call from the A's GM and uh, telling me that they're about to trade me, and then Kim called me right after, and uh, you know it was definitely <coughs> definitely crazy. I wasn't expecting it at all because I mean I was three days away from you know being in the A for the for spring and preparing for that and. Uh, and yeah, I got the phone call, but it was definitely exciting and happy to be here. Um, so I know you, you and Jesus Lazardo have a friendship from, uh, apparently from what I hear forever. Um, <laughs> so you also went to University of Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, so coming back over here, back to like close to where you, not close, it's like a 10 hour drive, um, but close to where you went to college and to where some of your family is, your brother Owen is here at FIU. Um, what was your feeling to, uh, towards that, and how? What was your excitement level? Uh, yeah, no, I was definitely, definitely really excited to to, to be traded here to Miami. Uh, just you know, from going to college out in the University of Florida, and then my buddies from college to live out in Florida, and uh, and then have my little brother here down at FIU playing uh, baseball and. Uh, just excited that I was gonna be able to be around him for a uh, majority of the time, and uh, and yeah, you know, it was definitely definitely awesome. And having Lazardo already over here helped uh, the transition really really easy for sure. So uh, on your brother Owen, um, he's coming off of Tommy John surgery, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, what advice have you given him in his young career so far? And have you gone out to see him pitch? And uh, when their season gets going, and do you see a little bit of yourself in Owen? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, I kind of <clears throat> told everybody that kind of like the reason why he went to like a lower, like a lower, uh, not like a high <laughs> division one, like uh, like I did, just because I was two inches taller and left-handed. You know, he was still throwing the same as, as hard as I was when I was uh, a senior in high school, and he was just right-handed. And everyone nowadays throws 100 right now, but he's going to come back from uh, this injury. You know, he's doing everything that he can for it, and uh, he's going to – He's gonna be what he wants to be for sure, and I'm excited to see what he what he can achieve when he's when he's fully healthy again. So, what was your college recruiting process like, and uh, how does it compare to what we see nowadays? Uh, yeah, so I mean, I was kind of I always knew I wanted to play uh, college baseball and uh, you know try to play professionally and. Uh, I knew that was my route, and uh, at the time I was playing football still, and uh, and I wasn't getting recruited at all ever. And I was just I was going into my junior year, and I didn't have you know any offers. And you kind of just look around like everyone's kind of committing already, like their freshman, sophomore year, junior year. And uh, I was asked to play 
uh, a couple of tournaments with, uh, they're now called the Evil Shield Canes. By the time, they are just called the Canes. And uh, yeah, so I was asked to play with them in a couple, you know, like the like the bigger perfect game tournaments down in Florida during the fall. And uh, that's just kind of where, where some schools saw me and it happened real fast after that. So, the college, you played in the College World Series. Mm -hmm. And the College World Series going on right now, mm -hmm. UF being in Omaha right now. Is there any player on that team that catches your eye right now? Um, and how much have you been paying attention? Yeah, to? I haven't. I haven't seen much, but I know uh, my little brother actually. They played play together in a couple uh, teams. Like they're buddies. Uh, I don't know if they're still buddies now. If they just kind of, but in high school, the Jack, uh, the lefty pitcher that's hit hitting pitches. Uh, I'm blank on his last name. He's got like 30 some home runs. Castiglione? Yeah, I think Jack I think. Castiglione. Okay. Jack. I'm uh, terrible with names. No, same here. <laughs> but no, uh, I know he he's kind of got it going. I know he throws real hard, left-handed pitcher, and he's hitting 30-plus home runs, you know, kind of like the, the Otani of uh, college baseball, I guess. And uh, so, I mean, that's definitely cool to see and uh, cool to see those guys in uh, the, the championship for sure. So you went through the whole draft process. Uh, what was it like? For you, and were there any other teams other than the Athletics that had reached out to you that were interested in you, and what was that whole experience like? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of, I mean, just talking about Asia. I mean, at UF, they kind of had, uh, I mean, we had a lot of guys that were going to get drafted. So I mean, the scouts were always around, and then we kind of had like our our pro days where the teams would just line up, and all the players would just like rotate from team to team, and they'd interview us. And uh, so, I mean, I was definitely in contact with a bunch of different teams and didn't really know. Just my agent kind of had an idea of where where it was going to go. But even up to, like, the last minute, it was just kind of up there. Like, you could go here, you could go here, or you kind of see what happens. But as uh, probably, like, 10 minutes before, he kind of was like, all right, this is what's going to happen. It's going to go boom, boom, boom. We're looking at either you with the, the A's or actually the Marlins, the seventh pick. And because uh, I think one, one, one right before Braxton. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so... So I kind of, it was definitely exciting. All my family was there. You know, it was definitely, definitely a real cool experience. So, shortly after that, you played in the Futures game here in Miami. Mm. Uh, what was that whole experience like? I was there with my father, um, and I remember, I distinctly remember when you were pitching because I just found your name very interesting. Yeah. And I just like from all the names, I'm like. Agent, he looks like a cool dude. <laughs> the, yeah, long hair too. Long back hair, then. Yeah, the long <laughs> hair back then. You were tall uh, and all the things. What was that whole experience like? And coming now, getting to play in this ballpark, do you yeah. ever reminisce about that experience? Oh yeah, definitely. No, especially when uh, when I was straight over here, Tanner Scott, because I was teammates with him then, and uh, so I mean we talked about that a little bit. But no, that was definitely probably one of my favorite experiences for sure in uh, professional baseball was. You know, being able to go to that Futures game and be down here in Miami. I had a couple, uh, a couple of my college buddies come down, and they stayed with me at the hotel. And uh, I had all my my dad and all my uncles uh, came down. So I mean, it was just a, just a fun experience. You know, a lot of a lot of you know activities to do outside of baseball during that air time, and it was uh, it was just really fun. So drafted and developed by the A's. Obviously, there's a lot of news swirling around with them right now. Um, I'm assuming you spent some time playing for the Las Vegas Aces. N not 
not the Aces. No, the Aviators. Yeah. Wow, that's I apologize. That's right, new team. Um, the Aviators. What are your thoughts on on the whole situation with Oakland now that they're moving to Las Vegas? Uh, yeah, I mean it's definitely. I mean, definitely sad to see just all the, the Oakland fans, you know, it's definitely disappointing with them, you know, losing the Raiders and then the, the Golden State Warriors moving to San Francisco out of the, the Oakland area and then now the A's team. So, I mean, it definitely, it's definitely hitting the community and, uh, you know, I definitely feel for some of those, you know, diehard A's fans and, uh, and everything. But, you know, at the same time, I think, you know, Vegas is going to be a, Probably a real fun city for for a big league team to have, you know, just uh, a lot of excitement in that city, especially just being down there in AAA. I mean, it was definitely it was definitely fun, and even our AAA games were sold out pretty much almost every night that we're there. And uh, so all I can imagine what what's going to be like for a big league teams. I know the the Knights, the hockey team, uh, those fans go crazy for them, and uh, you know they're always packed out. And uh, so I mean, it definitely. I mean, it's good and bad with everything, and it's going to be uh, definitely kind of like, cool to see what happens for sure. Um, so, before I get into major league stuff, you grew up in Minnesota. Were you a Twins fan? I was actually, I was just born in Minnesota, but I grew up in Iowa. Ooh. So, what was your favorite team growing up? Uh, I was a St. Louis Cardinals fan. Cardinals fan? Yeah. Who was your favorite player? I mean, I was kind of, I mean, Albert Pujols and... Uh, then for a hitter, then like pitcher, like Chris Carpenter, always Chris Carpenter. Yeah. All right. So this season, you've been the team's primary closer. Um, how different is the mindset of the pitcher in the ninth inning compared to any other inning in the game? And where at times you can still find yourself in high levels, high leverage situations, but nothing really compares to the ninth. How's that mindset change, and how have you dealt with that? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's kind of. Uh, I mean, just knowing that you know you're there to end the game and uh, get those three outs and you know finish and get the win. And uh, but for me, I mean, I had a little bit of experience towards the end of the year last year with the A's, and uh, uh, and now I mean, I just kind of for me, it just helps me just think like if I was going to pitch, you know, the third inning or the fifth inning or the ninth, you know, every time the goals go up there and just not let up any runs and. Uh, and just get out. So I mean, that's just kind of, kind of what I just kind of think out there. Just, just want to attack the headers, get ahead, and then you know, just whatever happens, happens. Um, so how, in your opinion, how do you think you've changed as a pitcher, if you have, between last year and this year? Was there anything that you worked on over the off season? Anything specific that you wanted to pinpoint to improve upon? How have you uh, changed your mindset? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, actually, I mean, the A's told me I was gonna have a chance to start for them. So the whole season I was preparing to start, so I kind of changed up uh, my whole pitching arsenal. You know, I was going to add a cutter, uh, the big slider that I'm throwing now, and the split finger that I throw a little bit here and there. And uh, so when I got traded over, like I knew it was going to be for a bullpen job. And uh, Was there any disappointment? I mean, yeah, I mean, a little bit, uh, just because, you know, I was drafted as a starter, and then my whole first year I was starting, and then I had Tommy John, and then I was moved to the bullpen so I could get up to the big leagues faster with uh, come back from Tommy John and help the A's out in the playoffs, and a little playoff run that they had for in 2019. And 
Yeah, I mean, it would have been cool to start again, but I mean, at the same time, like I know, I mean, I enjoy, you know, the bullpen and uh, and just over the years, just kind of just learning my mentality for uh, becoming a bullpen pitcher. And uh, yeah, so I mean, just, so things I worked on was just, uh, like over here, was just really just getting that, uh, like what everyone calls now the sweeper down. And uh, just really just trying to learn that. And uh, so I knew that was going to be a big pitch for me, either starting or relieving. And uh, so I mean that was the biggest thing, and then, and then again, just uh, you know being, being the closer, just getting used to that role, and uh, I mean that just comes with experience. So, um, when you come into the game in the ninth inning and your team's up by a couple runs, and they shut the lights and they do the whole light show and they play your intro song, how much do you feed off of that energy, and does it ever like psych you out when you're get, going out there and all of a sudden the lights go out? Uh, no, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's definitely cool, you know, it's definitely, you know, kind of, kind of look forward to it, like, uh, like just being able to jog out and the lights turn off, I mean, it's definitely kind of a cool, cool experience, and, uh, you know, I thought it's been real, real, uh, real fun doing it, and, uh, you know, I like the song that I have, and they go for it, and, uh, so, I mean, I think, you know, I enjoy it. Um, so, Mel Stoudemire Jr. is considered one of the best pitching coaches in the league. Um, how much has he helped you refine your your technique and your control and everything this year? Uh, yeah, you know he's been he's been great. You know, ever since I got traded over, you know, he was real asking me questions about what I like to do and uh, just try to learn as much as he could about me. And I was kind of sending him uh, all the new uh, the pitches that were throwing and. Uh, and then we kind of just worked out in spring training, just kind of like what we liked, what pitches we liked, what we didn't like, and uh, just kind of just slowly just fine-tuned it over spring training. And then into the season, you know, he uh, he's been really well, just like giving me just like little small little reminders with my mechanics, just so I can just repeat it over and over. And if if he sees something while I'm in the game, I'm not, you know, throwing as many strikes as I should be, you know, and then I'll take a uh, mound meeting and uh, he'll just remind me of those little points and then get me back on track. So I mean, he's been he's been helpful for sure. So I want to not really wrap up, but like, and I call these rapid fire questions, but I got scolded because they take a while. <laughs> um, so I just want to start off with a couple quick ones. What was who's the toughest hitter you've had to face in major leagues? The toughest hitter. I mean, it's always hard. I mean, there's so many good hitters. Uh, I'm trying to think of who really has a has one. I mean, I remember facing a rise last year. I mean, he he seemed like he was on everything, found pitches off, and uh, uh, but yeah, I can't think right now of uh, who's got my number. Uh, but I mean, there's definitely a couple guys out there. But uh, yeah, I'm blanking. On a rise, how much fun is it to watch him do what he does? Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, sometimes when he doesn't get a hit, you're disappointed, you know. It's just kind of, you just expect him to go up there and just up here as a knock. It's, it's, it's newsworthy when he doesn't hit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I remember facing him, and it was just, he just seemed like he was on everything. Um, so who's the funniest teammate, in your opinion? The funniest teammate? I mean, there's a lot of funny guys here. Uh... You know, I think uh, I think Tanner's pretty funny. Uh, I mean, Arise is pretty funny too. He's always pretty loud, going around. I mean, naughty. 
And then now we got uh, you know Archie that just showed up. He's he's been a good. Uh, I've heard he's a, he's a really funny guy. Yes, I mean I mean the bullpen's a bunch of funny guys down there. I mean Oki Oki's hilarious too. I mean it's just uh, it's hard to pick just one. Um, so who's who do you, in your opinion is the team hype man? The hype man. I'll probably say Arise. You know he's every day he's got the same energy and uh, you know goes around makes sure everyone's uh, you know feeling good and uh, gets everybody going for sure. What's your favorite ballpark? Oof. I mean, I think it's hard, hard to go against Boston. I remember playing there last year, and it was just fun. I really like the mound too. There's other, there's a lot of other good ballparks. I like, uh, I like the new Ranger Stadium, but I don't know if that's just the the way Chef. They got really good food there. I like that a lot. But no, I'll probably go Boston. Um, what's your least favorite ballpark? My least favorite? Oof. I mean, I don't want to say the A's, but because I was there for a long time, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't like uh, I didn't mind a lot. Of, a lot, a lot of people, people a lot of people A's. don't like the the Coliseum because yeah. of the exposed bullpens and the. the yeah, but I got I got used to it, and I mean, when I was there over time, I was like, ah, oh, it's not too bad. Uh, but no, I really can't think of a. I kind of like enjoy seeing all the parks and. Uh, I don't think there's a bad baseball part. Uh, what's your favorite song? My favorite song right now or all time? I mean, I don't know. I don't have a... Let's go with both. Go first with the your all-time favorite and what your favorite song is now. Um, so I don't know if I have an all-time favorite. You brought it up. it up. Well, I don't know what you're kind of looking for, but... Uh, um, Right now, I don't know, I kind of mix it up a lot. Uh, but maybe, uh, I guess more more artists. Because I don't, I don't know if I have a favorite song right now, but... That's fine. Who's your favorite artist? Uh, I mean, right now, probably uh, the guy I listen to the most is probably, he's called Fuego Bass. I'm not a big music guy. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, uh, he's just like a, kind of like an underground hip-hop artist. So who in the clubhouse are you giving the aux chord to? The ox chord too. I mean, since uh, since we got him, Archie Bradley's kind of taken over. He uh, he's been playing a little bit of everything, little Spanish songs, little hip hop, little country. So he gets he gets makes all the guys happy that they want to hear. So I mean, he's been he's been doing a good job. Who are you not giving the ox to? Who am I not? Uh, I don't know. Some guys say me. <laughs> <laughs> I put things on. They've taken me off it fast. I was like, all right, but. Uh, yeah, I'll, probably, I'll go myself. Um, so you said that you you love the Rangers ballpark because of the away chef, but no. um, which city has the best food, in your opinion? Uh, I mean, I probably got to go with Miami. You know, uh, I've been enjoying, uh, if I don't like the post-game meal, I can just, you know, go outside and uh, just walk a couple blocks, and there's just a bunch of food that I can eat, and they're open up late, so I mean, I've, I've been really enjoying the food in Miami. What's the weirdest thing you've had to autograph? I mean, I've autographed. Uh, it was probably like uh, some guy's arm. Had me just. It was in short season in Brooklyn. I was at the game, and he's had me just sign his form. I was like, it's gonna wash off. He's like, oh, no, I won't shout for a little bit, I guess. But, but uh, I'd probably say, yeah, some some guy's form. Um, what is one thing people don't know about AJ Puck? That don't know. That's a tough question. I don't know. Probably a lot, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
I don't know what to say to those answers, I guess. Like, do you have any, like, secret talent or secret hobby or, or um, something interesting about you? No, I guess I'm just just a boring old guy, you know, I don't know. <laughs> so, you're the fourth guy to say I'm a, just a boring guy. You're a major league baseball player. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't got any, anything crazy, I guess. <laughs> Is there, before we wrap up, is there any message you have for fans, any any shout-outs you want to give before we wrap up here? Uh, no, not too much. You know, I appreciate all the support from the fans coming out, and, uh, you know, the crowd seem to have been getting stronger and stronger as we keep winning, so I hope they, uh, you know, just keep coming out and keep supporting us, and hopefully, uh, you know, we keep playing well. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This has been the Water Relief Podcast mm-hmm. on the Fish on First Podcast Network. I have no idea what day this is going out. We're recording this on the 22nd of June. So if anything happens, it's not my fault. Um, And, yeah, we'll be back very soon with another Marlins reliever, unless Hoenn decides to break the rules again. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for watching.